welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast. I think it's number five of Pack, Set, Go. I'll be your captain speaking. My name is Greg Dagoon with my first co-pilot, Mr. Smalls. Are you ready for takeoff? Ready for takeoff, ready for takeoff. Bags checked in, ready for takeoff, waiting for them to close the door and seal the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you very much for your attention, and now we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the takeoff. The captain has made tower communications available. We are ready. Today's topic on this beautiful, beautiful podcast, I just want to say I appreciate you on this. This was a, this was a good idea. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. You're an excellent pilot. I try my best, but first, let me just take off my seatbelt. Can I do that? Can I relax a little bit? Well, they didn't clear. They didn't clear the skies with taking off your belt yet. I don't believe. But people, people never put a seatbelt on until the the stewardess comes by anyway to check. And Technically, that, that's a fact. <laughs> Technically, if they didn't walk by, they would not put the seatbelt on. Nobody ever waits for this. Nobody, ever. All right, my shoes are off. My seatbelt is off. Let's get into today's podcast topic. Today's topic. I thought about this. I was going to have one one more centered on track with the different things to travel, but I said this is a very, very important podcast. Today's topic, people, is something that we often don't even think about. The essentials to pack in your bag for travel. And I don't mean just your check bag. I also mean maybe your carry-on bag or just even your book bag if you're going for a day trip. These are essentials needed for travel. I'll start off by saying this. It's oftentimes when you get to your country or your destination of choice, and then you realize like, wow, the smallest things can have the biggest impact. First and foremost, being that we are in a digital age, people, always, 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 always make sure you have a charger for your cellular device and make sure you have a plug for that particular device. Because oftentimes or not, you may go to a foreign country and the outlet is not even standardized to your particular country of origin. For instance, when you go to Europe, it's a different outlet. So your U.S. charger will not work. So you will have a very sad face. Womp, womp, womp. Also, what I like to bring also, since we are in a digital age, I think a couple of times I forgot my memory card. I brought the camera, the lens... And I forgot the memory card. You mean kind of like when you have the uh, the drone with no memory card? Yeah, but at least I had the battery pack for the drone, though. So that was, that was a good. Yes, was a good. I had the battery for the drone. One time you forgot the charger. We only had two hours to fly. Make it count. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, when, when it gets to your digital devices, whether it's an iPad, your tablet, your laptop, your cellular phone, make sure you have the proper charger. You have the charging cable. And make sure that the charger your brain works for the country if you're leaving the, the you know your home area. Make sure your charger is compatible. And don't be afraid to triple like triple check and make sure you have everything in the bag. Cause we always pack clothes and everything, but the central things that make the trips spectacular is camera, battery, battery, charger, even a plug in charger for the car, even though you're not in a car, you didn't rent a car, sometimes the cab drivers you can charge your phone going to a destination, going to a, a, a tourist spot. I always keep one in my bag at all times. Like I keep a car charger in it, even if I know I'm not driving somewhere. I just keep it there at all times mandatory. But that goes back to the whole thing about essentials to bring. 
because it's been multiple trips we've been on and guess what we do we get to the country we rent a car or we're taking the local cars around and we realize like our phones are dying throughout the day and we run into a store and buy another charger never fails that's why we have 326 chargers correct and that's why i keep one in my bag at all time in all my bags that's left with 325 well <laughs> it serves its purpose but you, you you do it by trial and error you live and you learn but yes make sure your mobile devices have chargers compatibility works for you if you have a camera drone device make sure you have your sd card your memory card for photos to keep those memories sacred um also moving along outside of the mobile devices itself another item that i always seem to bring which is, is is very small but it comes in very helpful a lot of times when i go out to these countries let's say you want to relax and unwind you know you might want to get yourself a bottle of you know something nice to drink wine for instance and if it's not as twist off top you're going to be sitting there with a corked bottle so in my check bag there is always a wine opener handy i keep it there at all times the only time i take it out is when i get to the hotel or the Airbnb. Wait, 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 wait. You don't wine, drink. A wine opener? Yes, a wine, a bottle wine opener. That's the silver thing with the little, like a little spiral thing? Corkscrew, yes. But isn't that a weapon? That's why you put it, it's only good for your check bag. It's not for your carry-on bag. Oh. It, it, it's only for your check bag. You don't drink, so you wouldn't even know. But yes, yeah, so it's- I know it's a weapon though. Yes, that it can be considered a weapon. That's why you cannot bring it in your carry-on bag. Gotcha. It is mandatory only, 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 I repeat, only in your check bag. But for those of you that guys like to drink, you ladies want a nice little bottle, some good wine, make sure you have your corkscrew, your wine bottle opener. It comes in very handy, especially when you're in a remote region. Because if you're going to like, you know, the middle of the mountainous regions of, let's say, Vietnam somewhere, you know, in South America, you're in Costa Rica, in the rainforest somewhere, and you got four or five bottles to enjoy your retreat, and you don't have a wine opener, huh? then you have to try to resort to a life hack if you know any. Well, I know in Jamaica, they use their teeth as a bottle opener for beer. Yes, we're not talking about beer. Okay. I know that trick as well. I used to do it in my younger years. We're talking about a corkscrew. I see the done. It's very, very dangerous. But dentists love when you do it. Well, like I said, I used to do it when I was younger. Fortunately, I didn't lose any teeth behind it. But yes, now I resort to using an actual bottle opener each and every time gotcha 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 <laughs> now an another thing though like i like to pack um you know when i'm going around the world or you know someone for a couple of days i always seem to bring at least one or two pair of cargo pants or cargo shorts now the reason why i really enjoy my cargo pants or cargo shorts is i know why why because you get to put more peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in your cargo pockets. That is a fact. But on top of my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that I'm smuggling onto the plane, <laughs> when, when I reach my destination, the cargo shorts help as, you know, another form of a, a, a bag of sorts. Because there's so much you can carry in your cargo shorts, which allows you to keep your hands free. So, for instance, if you have your cell phone, you can put it in your cargo shorts pocket. You can also, most cargo shorts have, you know, enclosures. Some have zippers, some have buttons, some have snaps to fasten and close. So, therefore, you don't have to worry about it falling out of your pockets. Not to mention, now, you can carry other items with you as well. That also keeps your hands free. Hand sanitizers, uh, a small size of bug spray, sunscreen, sunblock, you know, things of those natures. So, yeah, your hands get to stay free. 
you know, you don't have to worry about lugging something around in your hands. It's in your pocket at all times. Why don't you just get the, um, like that nice European man purse that they be wearing across their shoulder? Well, I don't do the man purse. Really? Another device that I do travel with is I have what's called a travel backpack. Now, it's one of those backpacks that actually folds up, so therefore it's very compact. And I have one that folds up so small, I can actually put it into my cargo pants itself. So therefore, when I get to where I'm going, if I'm doing an excursion somewhere, I can unfold it, put it on my back now. I can carry things like a beach towel. I can carry the sunblock. I can carry a beverage, a snack. I can even put in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if I choose to. I think you look better with a man purse. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm okay for now. To each his own. But yes, I stick to my travel backpack. <laughs> now, an, another, no, matter of fact, let me ask you, what, what, what is an essential that you take? That you must have on travel. Hmm, hmm. That's a good question. Pack of Twizzlers. Okay. Something that you have to really think about that you don't know is needed until the time presents itself. Extra large pack of Twizzlers. Good answer. So as you see, this guy has <laughs> very straightforward. <laughs> Twizzlers, Twizzlers, and more Twizzlers. But like I said, it's all it's always a small minuscule things that you don't think about you need until the time presents itself. I mean, I myself am not a hat guy. I don't wear fitted hats, you know. Oh. I don't wear what happened? What you you thought of something? Yes. My bandana. Is that a mandatory? Mandatory. Now do you always pack it in your bag? Always. Does it come in handy? Very. And now in what regards does it come in handy for you? It matches my outfit, makes it complete. So it has no benefits? Maybe it catches the perspiration? It makes me feel good. Well, hey, that's good enough. That's all that matters. That's good enough. I forgot about my bandana. Well, see, I told you, it's, it's the small things that matter. But like I said, I don't wear fit hats. I don't wear any baseball hats, things of that nature. But when I travel sometimes, you know, depending on where I'm going, in my bag, you may find a bucket hat, some sort of head protective gear. And when I say head protective gear, I mean to protect me from the sun. Because you go to certain climates, certain regions, that sun is baking. When I say baking, I mean it's cooking to the point where if you don't have any protection, you're guaranteed, guaranteed sunburn, which doesn't feel too good. Not to mention you may get a little mild heat stroke, feel a little lightheaded or dizzy. So I, I do put a hat on on occasion when I go to certain places. So I make sure where I know if I'm going to a particular destination, I have it packed in my bag. What country you be going to? Did you get heat strokes? I've, I've never experienced a heat stroke, but oh. I know that the hat has played a factor. Oh. I mean, like we went to the Sahara Desert. Was it sunny? That was in March. Was it Was it sunny? The sun was there. I, I did see the sun. Was it any shade? There was no shade in the desert. Exactly. But did you die? <laughs> in order to live, one must die. Did you wear a hat? Yes, I did. You never had one? I had a head wrap. Exactly. But that was protective for the sun itself. It kept the protective barrier, so therefore I didn't have to experience the sunburn. But where did you go to get heat stroke at? Because you said heat stroke. That's a serious, serious thing. You don't have to go far to get a heat stroke. You can go to a place that's, you know, 90-something degrees. A, a, a four or five days in a row is considered a heat wave of 90-plus degree temperatures. Correct, but a heat stroke. Where, Correct. Where have you gone to catch a heat stroke me personally i haven't I have, i've been lucky enough not to have a heat stroke but so it yeah, does occur so you just know what a, heat, what, what a heat stroke feels like you have no idea what it feels like um well the main factor behind a heat stroke is the word heat too much heat in the body and your body's not able to probably cool itself down 
it resulted in heat stroke. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah, so con continuous days or continuous hours in the heat, you're not able to cool down sufficiently, and you're not able to really get into the shade areas and say, okay, let me change the actual temperature that I'm, I'm getting hit by. That can result in a heat stroke. So basically, you've, you've been overheated, but you haven't felt a heat stroke. Correct. Okay, just making sure, because I... At least not at least not to my knowledge. Cause I've never been with you and I felt any type of heat stroke. I don't well, think so. I mean it's things that happen to the body where you may not realize you've had it. You just been a, you're fortunately that you know it wasn't so, it wasn't a severity of it. I think in Haiti it was hot. But in Haiti we didn't have a heat stroke. No. I know what I did experience though, which goes back to certain items you should bring with you upon Let me travel. Guess. Heat exhaustion. Negative. Okay, you had a you overheated. Negative. You underheated. Well, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, what I also pack in my bag, I keep a couple of pills with me at all times. I carry a modium. Now, you're saying to yourself, a modium? Yes, a modium. In Haiti itself, you know, I don't know if it was food poisoning, stomach sickness, but let's just say that I must have drank the water and my body didn't agree with it. But luckily, the modium <laughs> popped a couple of those and let's just say, uh, how can I say this nicely? It uh, it clogged the drain. Yeah, yeah, one of those type situations. But you, you you get this from traveling over a while. You learn there's certain things you must have with you. So yes, a modium, pack that with you you in your bag. You may not use it at all, but it's better to have than to have not. So when you go to certain places, make sure you have you know, a couple of different types of medicine you may need. You know, Tylenol aspirin you know if you're prone to headaches things of that nature migraines oh yes what are we gonna say sir bug spray yes without well, all correlates to the medicines bug spray you can also have yourself uh you know if you're prone to allergies some benadryls a leave a band-aid or two it's just for the what if factor it's kind of like an emergency kit Hopefully you never need to use it, but for the what if factor, you may need to use it. So therefore you have it with you so you don't have a problem searching and trying to find it. Especially, 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 especially if you're in a foreign country and you know what you're used to using or receiving, you won't be able to find. That happens a lot too, because there's no Dwayne Reed or Rite Aid or Walgreens or CVS in, in Haiti. And, I mean, in many countries. I didn't see any. Yeah, in many countries, that's what I'm saying. The things that people are used to or accustomed to, especially if you don't travel, you'll be blown away. Like, wow, I can't go to um, I we, can't go to Dwayne Reed. We actually brought supplies to Haiti, matter of fact. We brought a whole bunch of medical supplies with us. Well, that, that, that was, we, we were gifted. I mean, we we're fortunate people gave us donations to give away. But, yes, we did. We, we were fortunate enough to give away medical supplies to the beautiful people in Port-au-Prince. Shout out to Haiti. Big, big shout out to Haiti. Beautiful country. And Delmas 45 and Delmas 15. Those areas, they say, don't go there. It's very, very bad. It was beautiful. It is beautiful. Time. Best best time. That's a, that was a very, very good trip. We should definitely try to go back to Haiti soon. That's on my list. But next time, I'll, instead of Port-au-Prince, I want to go to... Uh, Jacmel. 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 I want to go get some fresh lobsters out of the water. See the beautiful beach. So the beautiful people walking around just have a good time Jack Mel. but now also people stay on topic now as far as the uh, essentials now you know you may not really think about it to, to it presents itself 
But now, if I, it's two ways I pack now. If I'm doing this a carry-on bag, I pack a certain way. If I'm doing a check bag, in addition to the carry-on bag, then I could bring, you know, more more items to wear, and I could pack differently. But sometimes you not realize it. Make sure that you have your shower slippers, or you have a pair of slippers that can also double as. I'm wearing these outside today, but I can also wear them, you know, in my hotel for the shower. I could wear my Airbnb for the shower purposes, things of that nature. Because, you know, unless you're walking around with a bottle of bleach, you know, of course, you assume they clean the shower, but nobody wants to get toe fungus or things of that nature. So always, always, always make sure you have the proper foot gear with you. So sometimes if I have just a carry-on bag, I have a comfortable pair of, of you know, kind of flip-flops, but they can double up for the shower as well. They'll dry quick, so I don't have to worry about them being soggy and wet if I want to wear them out to be fashionable or even if I just want to wear them out to be comfortable. So I always bring a pair. I never, I never ever wore flip-flops in the shower. So you go commando when you take a shower in a hotel? Yep. Each and every time? I've never ever wore flip-flops in the shower. Ever. That would explain your purple toenails, but it's cool. My toenails aren't purple. <laughs> no, no, no. It's cool. Now that, that clarifies They're everything. almond color. No, no. Okay, well, they're purple almonds. But no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, yes, people, you know, I personally, when I go... You wear you wear Timberlands in the shower? No, no, I don't wear Timberlands. Oh, I keep what kind of boots you wear? Flip-flops. Flip-flop, oh, you wear flip-flops in the shower? Yes, sir. What, Nike Nike sneakers? Um, Those those green ones you always see me travel with? Those, those are my shower slippers. Wow, slash, I never knew that. Slash pool slippers. Slash, if I have to wear them on the beach, you might yeah. just take them off when I get to the sand. This is new to me. I never seen or never heard of people wearing sneakers in the shower. You never heard that before? I never heard it before ever. I, I never even seen it. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Matter of fact, I'm going to put up a poll on our page. A lot I'm, of people. <laughs> I'm going to ask that question on the yes, poll. Yes, ask that question. Yeah, we got to do a yeah, poll. Yeah, I want to put a poll up. I want to put a poll up. I want to see this. How many people wear shower slippers in the shower? When they travel. Even when they, yeah, when they travel. I hope so. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna put it up. We're gonna find out. Yeah, so I look, I look forward to see the responses. You'd because, be surprised. Yeah, you would be because certain things that you were accustomed to doing for other people that's kind of out of the normal. Like, huh? What do you What do you mean you wash your hands after you use the bathroom? I wash my hands before I use the bathroom, so I'm like, wow, okay. Well, there's a sign that says you have to do that. Yeah, but some people don't. <laughs> yeah, there's no sign saying you have to wear sneakers when you take a shower in a hotel. I, I totally get it, but we, we're going to see. Don't worry, the poll's going to speak for itself. Gotcha. Leave it for the poll. Yeah, the poll's going to speak for itself. But also, people, I find this to be very helpful, very useful. When you're traveling around, make sure that if you're leaving the country, you have a photocopy of your passport. Why? Therefore, you know, I, I it's more or less for a safety factor. I always keep my passport in the safe in the hotel. When I'm out and about, there's a photograph copy in my pocket. When you put the passport in the safe, do you make sure you put it in a plastic bag because you don't want it to get dirty? No, I, I put a slipper on top of it. To <laughs> I kind of figured sure. that. You put a slipper yeah, on top. Yeah, I put a slipper on top of it to make sure here. it stays dry. This guy here. But yes, I, I keep a photograph copy. Safe. Sometimes I make two. Safety Steve over here. Hey, you got to be safe. Listen, it's better to be safe than sorry. I mean, the, the, the object of the mission is to make it back home at all times. As safe as possible. 
So what I do is I, I keep one or two copies, photocopies of my passport. I keep my main passport, the actual passport itself locked into the hotel safe. And I keep one in my pocket at all times. And if I have a rental car, I'll keep it in the glove compartment. It's just for the what if factor. Um, unfortunately, sometimes when you travel to certain countries, there is a shakedown situation going on. And when I say a shakedown situation, it'll be a random checkpoint where you got to pay a, a, a quote unquote tariff to the local police. You have to pay a particular uh, no no foreigners in this area fee. So it's basically a shakedown. But it's, you know, it's just for safety factors because God forbid something happens and they're trying to identify you or they're trying to communicate with whatever country you're from's consulate. They can say, okay, well, this guy here, you know, he was in a rental car and, you know, he, he drove into the ravine. He's, he's, he's alive. He's just a little bit hurt. He's a little shaken up. But we realize he's not from here. Just identify where he's from. And now we can actually contact, in my case, we'll contact the U.S. consulate here to let them know, hey, there's an American here. He had a minor car accident. He's okay. But we just want to notify you guys. Therefore, you know, if you want to proceed forward to get in contact with him, you know where he's at. And you can also contact whoever you need to do back home in the U.S. So that is a major factor of why you want to have a photocopy passport. And also, on the flip side, if somebody happens to, you know, God forbid rob you or you get pickpocketed, they they're not able to take your actual um, paperwork itself. They just have a photocopy of it. Because you can get back home without a U.S. passport if you're in another country, but there's a lot of steps you have to take in order to get back home. I never knew that. Well, yeah, if, um, a buddy of mine, this is last year sometime, he went to what country? I want to say he was in Costa Rica. He actually contacted me via Facebook at the time he was there. He was like, damn, man, you always told me, you know, be careful when you are. Because, you know, he has a habit for when I see his trips. I'm like, yo, you leave everything in your car? He was like, I only leave in my car. But if I'm hanging out for the day, I, you know, my stuff is with me, you know, certain items, you know. And this particular trip he was on, he had his bag in the car. And guess what? He went to a bar with his wife. They went to go eat and drink. And somebody broke into the, broke into the car, broke the window, took the bag hoping they was going to score a big, you know, a big uh, a prize or a big booty inside, you know, a big bounty. But unbeknownst to them, they took his passport, a towel. Um, what else do you have? Some headphones in there and a bag that it was in. So he, his wife and himself had to go to the U.S. consulate, explain to them who they were, you know, basic steps of, to, to secure the identity and say, OK, verification of who you are. And if I'm not mistaken, they gave them some sort of uh, some sort of paperwork which identified who they were in order for them to travel back to the U.S. But he said it was a big hassle. He said it took forever. It took maybe like a day or two days extra. Not you know, yeah, two a day or two extra more or less to secure secure the paperwork to get back to the U.S. Wow, that sounds like a headache. Yeah, but now guess what? <laughs> if he'd have kept his original password in the safe underneath his shower slipper <laughs> he wouldn't have had that problem safety steve exactly exactly safety first people now anything else that you can think of off top that you you mandatorily have to bring with you um for me a belt a lot of times i forget to bring belts even though i have cargo shorts like you sometimes a belt definitely comes in handy especially for night nighttime that is a fact and and it's funny enough like you said that it's the small things that you don't think about until you get to the destination 
A belt is, is very much up on the list as well. And trying to find the belt at 8 p.m. when the stores are closed, malls are closed, or you're not even near a mall or near a store, it's a headache. It's very, very much a headache. It happened to me one time. I forgot my belt. I think it was London trip. I had to buy a belt on the street. And um, what's it called? Um, Piccadilly... Piccadilly Circus or Piccadilly Square? Piccadilly Circus, correct. Piccadilly Circus, yes. Not that far from Marble Arch. Well, ooh, you know. You remember, good memory. Yeah, I took the tube out there, so... The tube? Yeah, I took the tube. Literally? So I was, yeah, literally, so I took the tube. Literally? I was able just to venture out and see different you areas. on the tube? Yes, shout out to Nando's. Nando's? Nando's, you've, get you've, that peri-peri sauce, that fire chicken. Oh, wait, you've eaten at Nando's? Absolutely. No, man, I want some chicken right now from Nando's. Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> KFC's coming up. <laughs> KFC versus Nando's. KFC. Uh, I, I'm impartial. They're both great. Not KFC, good. KFC might edge them just for familiarity purposes. KFC, get a three piece. Three piece, Fanta, no ice. Do you always bring your sunglasses when you travel? No. I don't know why, but sunglasses, sunglasses, for some reason, the shades that I had, I lost my favorite, my favorite pair of sunglasses. I lost them. Since then, I can never find these Ray-Bans, these particular model of Ray-Bans that I like. And I see them everywhere in the mall, but it's not the exact same. It was a two-tone Ray-Ban. It was like radiant. It was two-tone. Mm-hmm. And when I lost them, I think I left them on the I left them in the boat when um, we were in Thailand on the floating market. So somebody in Thailand has my glasses on and, and they looking fabulous. They they stunning right now with the shades on. But no other shades I, I like I've seen so far. This was years ago that fits my face the way those fit my face. Because some shades make your face look small, make your face look big, correct, make, your, make your nose wide, make your nose skinny. Some face, some some shades are aviators. Some sh- some they have the box shape. This was like the perfect face. I'm sorry, I had the perfect face for those glasses, and I've tried on over 300 pairs of sunglasses, and none of them, none of them worked. Different brands, different sizes. These particular Ray Bans. I wish I could go back in time and go back to that trip and say, Greg, grab your glasses. It's in the boat. <laughs> Well, as long as you got your bandana, you pull it low. Yeah, my, my, my bandana. Put your, pull your bandana low. the best one-two punch was the bandana and those Ray-Ban sunglasses. Those particular Ray-Bans? Those. I have the model number, but I just can't find it. They don't make them no more. Well, yeah, they do get discontinued. They do get discontinued. Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm just, I'm really, right now, I'm really hurt about that. <laughs> like, I just forgot, and now you reminded me about it, so. Well, my apologies, Give me a second, brother. give me a second. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Give me, give me a second. I'm sure, you know, never mind, never mind. It's, it's just, you took me to a place that I, I thought I forgot about it and I moved on. But those Ray-Bans, I think I'm, I'm can I write a letter to Mr. Ray-Ban? All is, right. it, is it possible? Ladies and gentlemen. No, no, wait, ladies, wait, let me, let me finish Ladies and gentlemen. You talk for a whole 22 minutes. Let me bet about my sunglasses. Go ahead. I'll give you, I'll give you 20 seconds more. All right, just the wait. Time's up. Okay. So yeah, okay. ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this basically just think about it three times over before you pack your bag. While you're packing your bag, the essentials that you'll need because it's going to make the trip that much more enjoyable. And if not, <laughs> you're going to be pissed. Depending on where you go, you may find a replacement. 
but seven times out of ten you won't so remember that people when you're packing your bag when you're saying to yourself pack set go keep that in mind but make sure you subscribe you follow you like tell a friend to tell a friend the lifestyle brothers instagram youtube facebook appreciate you as always people any words before we land my brother has anybody seen my sunglasses that i lost in 2016 it was in thailand on the boat in the folding market thank you very much Okay, I'm done. Thank you. The Lifestyle Brothers.